0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you. My name is Susie, and welcome or welcome back to the Life Abundant Podcast. I am so excited and so thankful that you're here, and so excited and so thankful for our guest, who I think will kind of end up being a reoccurring guest, Grace! Woo! Yay! All right, so the last few times I've had guests on the podcast, we usually talk about like the how we met story. So oh,
1: Yeah. I wasn't prepared for this story. Also, quick side note, I literally came up with a name for this podcast. Oh,
0: she straight up did. So I
1: have been waiting for this moment. Yes, yes. How do we meet? Our love story. It was at Crew. Mm -hmm. So basically, when I was a sophomore in high school, no, senior in high school, my mom did not like my friends. And Susie's heard me tell the story a million times, (laughs)
0: so I'm actually so sorry. Because it's our story. But you
1: literally asked. Um, so, my mom did not like my friends that I had my senior year of high school. Some of them. I've, some of my friends were great. But she was like, you need to go to youth group. You need to get some Jesus in you. And so, there was a Wednesday night youth group. It was Wednesday nights, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And basically, if I did not go to a youth group on Wednesday, then I was not allowed out on the weekend. So, I started going to Crew, which was the youth group that we met at. And then you know, like, Wednesday nights were fun, whatever, but then I got involved in the small group, and I really got to know, like, the girls better, and really got close with Susie and Stella during quarantine.
0: Word. Yeah, I can attest to that story. <laughs> um, I remember the first time you came to Crew was, like, the knee football night, mm-hmm. so that was really fun. Um, like, are you did this thing where there was, like, a... I guess it was tackle football Yeah. <laughs> game where, like, the guys had to be on their knees and the girls, like, could stand up. So I remember yeah. you wore, like, a beanie to that. And I was like, wow, she's cool. Like, she has a <laughs> beanie. <laughs> I stayed wearing
1: beanie.
0: Yeah. Cool. And then I remember you had hung out with Stella maybe before. And then I had asked her to hang out. And she was like, oh, do you mind if Grace comes? And I was like, oh, word. Cool. Yeah. Stella, so, yeah. like,
1: threw the whole thing together.
0: As she does. And then we ended up going to... Montana, Because Grace's family lives in Montana that summer. And looking back on it, like, we honestly didn't really know each other that well. No, I, like,
1: am thinking about that now. And I don't think that in this, like, stage of my life I would invite people, like, that I knew yeah. on that level to, Mon- like, to Montana again. Right. Because it's kind of an immersive experience.
0: It was quite the immersive experience. It's not like we're staying. It's not like a cute
1: Florida vacation that you kind of invite, like, any of your friends to. Because you know yeah. Florida, it's going to be cute and fun. But Montana's, like... You know, like, you're living in, like, my aunt's, like, basement. Or, like, my grandma's basement. Like, it's intense. And, like, we didn't have a car. We were just, like, we're going to try to have some fun.
0: Yeah. Like, there was one time Grace, like, drove off the road, like, into a ditch. Like, we went on a hike. And we, like, parked our car. And we hear this, like, meowing. And one of the cats that, like, lived at Grace's aunt's house had, like, gotten into the truck. And we had to, like, carry the cat the whole time we were hiking and it was a hard hike like it's generally one of the hardest hikes i've ever done probably the hardest one honestly and there was just like a cat there and like and it was mowing and
1: scratching at us all the day and like
0: we got there and like the first meal was just like fried chicken like not like any sides or like well
1: talk talk about how i picked you guys up oh yeah
0: so sel and i like land at the airport and our flight got ended up about noon. And so we were like, okay, cool. Let's call Grace. Make sure she's on her way. And Grace was camping out in, like, the wilderness in Montana where there was no service. Absolutely. But had happened to drive up to a gas station yeah. just to, like, check in on how we were. Which our flight... And she knew this. Our flight from St. Louis was at, like, 8 a.m. or whatever. Six or seven. Know.
1: I did not know. I thought your flight was getting at 12 a.m., not 12 right.
0: a.m. Right. So she gets to this gas station and we're like okay like hey we're ready like you can come pick us up now and grace was like what are you talking about Like, your flight gets in at midnight i thought i had 12 hours yeah to like jet ski and so we're just like sitting in this field outside of the (laughs) montana airport
1: it's like so cringy when you think about it because like i literally left you guys did not know who you were and i was like 45 minutes from the airport
0: yeah, and so then me and Stella took some cute pics yeah, <laughs> in this at field. You, at
1: least you guys were together, and at least like one of you alone.
0: Yeah, but also like the Montana airport. I did not know is strictly an airport. There's yeah, no restaurants, like no, stores or anything. No. So a good shop. yeah, with like. Oh, the the gifts are like t-shirts. wood ornaments of like a moose. <laughs> it's Montana.
1: I was Hannah. looking for
0: maybe like a Chick Fil A. Well, it's, it's
1: six terminals, so if, it just put that in perspective.
0: No, it's six mm-hmm. gates. Six
1: gates. Sorry, <laughs> oh gosh, I forgot what a terminal was. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's
1: six gates.
0: So. so yeah,
1: you're not getting much. like one airport.
0: terminal in St. Louis is like thirty or forty yeah. gates, maybe even fifty. Well,
1: St. Louis, honestly, it's still such a small airport. But like, yeah Montana seriously, is literally
0: a room like it's a room it was literally a room so yeah, that, that was, was cool sad.
1: I, I did leave them at the airport but I was at the gas station I figured out I was like checking on if y'all were packed yet like really? to go to O'Hare because you guys were flying from O'Hare so yeah, I was like yeah. I hope they're like like about ready to go to O'Hare and so I was like gonna see if you guys were all good like you knew your flights your tickets were still good and then my mom was like, "Just go see. Drive up to the gas station, and go see." I was like, oh, "Come on! Like, I'm, we just went to get jet skis, and we only had like three hours." Yeah. So I literally get the text, "You guys are there." I book it back to the campsite, and I'm like, I gotta go. Like, I like i'm like i'll be back in an hour and a half and i come back and i'm like girls we're not dropping your stuff off like i hate to say it but we're getting right back to the campsite and we're going jet skiing because we only have them for like two months yeah so you guys literally we got off the plane plane and went jet skiing
0: yeah Yeah. and it was epic it was beautiful you know like in the lake in montana i was like oh my goodness that's what i'm
1: talking about immersive
0: yeah but like you couldn't just do that with like a little girly that you met in middle school. No, like, I was like hop on the back of this jet ski
1: and like get over yourself
0: are <laughs> eating fried chicken for lunch. Like who cares? That was the vibe. Oh yeah. Um, what but met. what are you doing now? What do you what are you up to?
1: What am I up to? Well, ladies, it's working girls summer. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I've been working a lot. I um, nanny and I work at the hospital as a tech. Because mm-hmm. you're
0: in... Because I'm in nursing school. Yes. So I'm halfway
1: done with that. Yeah. So we both go to SLU in case mm-hmm. no, um, nobody's kept caught up on that, which if you're listening to this, you probably know
0: who yeah. we are. Sometimes I say, like, my college or, like, my city yeah. as if it's, like, a privacy concern Yeah. for all of the 15 yeah. of my friends who <laughs> listen to this. You're a very <laughs> intimate listener.
1: Yeah. Now. As if,
0: like... You know, somebody yeah. is going to, like, come stalk me or something like that. But, yeah, yeah so hot take. SLU. I go to SLU.
1: <laughs> I'm at SLU, too. I go to nursing school. Um, I love it. Um, I love nursing sometimes. But, yeah. Cool. That's what I'm up to.
0: Yeah. All right. So, today we're going to be talking about kind of party culture and, I guess, just being in college and dealing with, um, you know, things like drinking, hooking up, and kind of, like, our experiences in... That area and like hopefully kind of speaking some wisdom mm-hmm. into people who might be going into college and want to kind of know what to expect or might be kind of navigating through that mm-hmm. now or you know I mean I feel like as you are in your 20s and even older some of these things are still relevant so no matter oh, what yeah. stage of life you're at um so to kind of start off when you were going into like your freshman year of college what were your expectations in terms of like, partying and, like, that kind of scene?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like during high school, I never really thought about college that much. Yeah. Like, I was never one of those people that planned, like, where I was going to go to college, like, super intensely. Like, I feel like I'm more of a planner now. Like, yeah. With that kind of stuff, but... Like, in, like, the summer before, like, we were just in Montana, like, having fun. Like, I really, like, I really came back from Montana and had, like, a week before school started. And, like, that's when I started thinking about it. And I kind of got nervous. And I was, like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. But then I was also, like, it's COVID and I go to, like, a, like, Catholic university. So, maybe it'll be a little more chill.
0: So, I think I, yeah. I
1: think I was kind of, like, I knew I was going to run into some stuff. And then I, I was like, it's probably going to be less than I expect because of
0: COVID. Yeah, I was definitely the same way. I didn't really have any expectation at all of what that would look like. The only mm-hmm. things I had really heard were from, like, videos you watch in, like, health class of, like, hazing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, that doesn't really happen, like, maybe at, like, a big state school or something, but that's not yeah. really normal. And then I remember the summer going into my freshman year, my, like, roommate at the time had texted me, like... Oh, my mom wants to like buy us some alcohol. Like, what do you like for our room? And I was like, What? Like, you
1: Stella are, like, literally, like,
0: just. (laughs) Yeah. And I, like, I generally didn't have an answer because, like, I didn't. Yeah. Even before I was, like, into my faith, like, in high school, like, I still never really drank or did any of that. I mean, that's all, that
1: that's common, I feel like you see, It's like, some people just don't.
0: Yeah, I, I, it wasn't, like, against it or, like, yeah. actively trying not yeah. to, I just <laughs> never did. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember that was, like, the first time where I was, like, oh, wait, is this, like, normal? And then I remember my first day moving in, we went up to a guy in our building's room and everybody was, like, whipping out, like, the, you know, handles yeah. of vodka. And I was, like, wait, what the heck, like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially I don't know if our high schools are unique in that way, but I it really was not like our school was not a party school. Like Central.
0: It yeah. like
1: people like there were parties, like but I like try to explain it to like my slew friends is like it happened on like if there was a homecoming or like college. Like you know, like it wasn't like people are like, Oh I party at this person's house Friday night. Like that maybe yeah. happens sometimes. But like like some of my friends who are in school in Chicago, like not that this is, like, just a Chicago thing, like, it can happen anywhere, but they are like, it literally was, like, who's throwing the party this weekend, like, that like that Friday night, and, like, everyone was getting blacked out, like, in high school.
0: Yeah, I never really experienced that. I feel like there were some people in my high school who maybe did that, but yeah, it wasn't even, like, they really flaunted it or anything. Uh-huh. Like, if they did that, that was just kind of what they did, yeah. and, like, there wasn't a lot of peer pressure, I would say, to, yeah. like, be in that scene in high school. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, with that in mind, when you kind of first encountered some of those things in college, like, what was your initial reaction to those things? Or how did, like, I don't know, what did you do?
1: Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie, like, my freshman year, like, (laughs) I was like, let's go. Yeah. like, and, like, I I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, getting blackout and, like, hooking up with random guys, you know? Right. But, like, I was drinking, like, my freshman year, and I look back at it now, and I'm like, Oh, like, that was, like, pretty frequent, you know? Like, and I don't know, like, I... Now I look back on that, I'm like, that's, like, not me. That, like, isn't who I was. And, you know, I was, like, adjusting to a new environment. And I... I don't know. And it, was, it wasn't it was that much. But, like, yeah, if I compare it to, like, myself now, it's, like, kind of funny. But, yeah, it... I kind of just, like, fell into it, honestly. Like, not super, like, horror when look back on like, cringing. But, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, I don't know. I, I was, like, drinking every weekend. Which, like, I'm not trying to, like, condemn that. But, like, that's just not who I am. Like, I don't even yeah. enjoy it. And, like, I got there and I just kind of fell into it. Which kind of...
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's pretty common. Yeah. I definitely just kind of... Especially, like... freshman year of college you're just desperate to make any connection with anyone or have any type of like stable friendship because Mm -hmm. you know you're brand new and you're lonely and you're trying to figure everything out and so it's a really easy way to connect with people Mm -hmm. and I think that's what I found in like my first few weeks at school of like it was a it was started off as a social thing of oh like these people on my floor want to come in and like play some games and, like, have a few drinks, so like, that's fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Or, oh, like, these people kind of want to go out to this restaurant and maybe get dr- – and then I just feel like it kind of escalates a little bit. Yeah. Like, the more comfortable people get or, like, the more you kind of start to find out, like, where are the places to go, yeah. where the places to get stuff is, like – it kind of started off slow, but then all at once it was, like, okay, yeah. we're actually going to go out to this bar. Like, here's what we're doing.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just kind of wanted to keep the friendships I had to mm-hmm. – um, fit in I guess you could say because that's what Mm -hmm. everybody else was doing I felt weird for not doing it so I would go out a lot of times I would drive if I'm being honest like and I've talked about like on this podcast like about having an eating disorder and uh, shout out to my eating disorder I guess (laughs) because I didn't want to drink honestly because of like the The calories calories. and then when I did drink I would intentionally, like, want to, like, really indulge so that I would, like, throw up. That never really... That never actually really happened. But that's a pretty dark place to be in. And I feel like, you know, that's the truth behind it. And looking back on that now, and probably if you're hearing me say that, you're like, whoa, that's really intense. Like, that's that's really dark. But in the moment, it's really easy to brush off of, like, this is what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is, Mm -hmm. like you know getting super blacked out every weekend like it's not weird that i have these thoughts behind it you know
1: it's very like normalized in college to like it to like okay eat really small dinner and early, like if you're gonna go like drinking that night or like i don't know it is crazy how normalized it is and oh yeah i came from like me you and stella with like me and you like kind of struggling with like eating disorders like where we're all three very cognizant about like how we talk about food around each other, like other people, because we've struggled and Stella knows that we've struggled, and so like that summer, like with us, like really not like me not being triggered at all, and then going into college and like like my friends being like, oh, I'm gonna eat it at, like 4 p.m. tonight, just like a, like a little salad because like I want to can get drunk or like something like yeah. that, or like I'm gonna like I wanna make, save money. I'm gonna have the calories be evened out. Yeah, like I don't know, it's just crazy because it's like whoa like we cannot be posting like all this like body positivity like that kind of stuff and then like saying stuff like that and and honestly i do think like the freshman year like party like culture like that like i got thrown into like that was pretty like damaging like in that respect too. Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's crazy how normalized it is like even with people who like haven't struggled with eating disorders before like that's a big area where like like the enemy can like come in and like try to like make you
0: struggle yeah because yeah you're already so vulnerable and then that's just what's normal in conversation seriously um how did you do with relationships wise um going into like your freshman year of college like
1: like my friendships from high school
0: or like um with oh like
1: making new relationships
0: yeah and then also just like kind of how that coincides with like when you're kind of basing friendships on like going out and
1: oh yeah Honestly, I got lucky,
0: like, yeah. with
1: my floor, and, like, my floor, we still all best friends, and, like, I don't know, I'm so, like, I can't believe how it all turned out, because, like, I mean, I was in, like, a kind of a dysfunctional, like, group due to, like, a couple people, like, and there was a lot of drama, like, kind of at the beginning, but then mm-hmm. um, I started spending more time with, like, my roommate and, like, the girls on my floor, and we just had, like, so much fun together, and... They are very, like, respectful girls of, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, Grace doesn't really drink. Like, it's just, like, funny. Like, you know, like, like, they don't care, you know? And, like, they never, like, try to, like, push me or make me feel uncomfortable. And, like, I don't know. And, and a lot of them, like, don't even really like drinking. Like, yeah. you know? So, it's, like, if I'm not drinking, they know, like, they're gonna have someone to hang out with that isn't. And, like, it honestly, I was very, like, fortunate to, like, find the group of people I did. But, um... Yeah, what kind of when I was in like more of a dysfunctional like friend group like definitely also because it was like g- girls and boys so I feel like that kind of eases the tension you know what I mean like yeah. drinking or something like I something like that to do so I feel like that was um, kind of where I like like fell into drinking the most is like that kind of dysfunctional friend group but once you're in kind of a healthy like friend group you really shouldn't be feeling like Pressured at all, especially in your twenties or like in college, like you should not like be friends with people who are peer pressuring you. Like we're adults. Yeah. Like, let's move on.
0: From that. Yeah, and I've always said, even in high school, I've never been peer pressured by somebody else to drink. Yeah. The only time I've ever felt pressure is like from myself in a yeah. certain situation where like, oh, everybody else is drinking, or I don't want to have like a weird reputation, so like I'm just gonna yeah. do it. But like I've never been like verbally pressured by somebody else to do it
1: can kind of come in different ways
0: for sure for sure you know
1: like because that can come by like even people like meaning well or like just like kind of making fun of you or like and like people shouldn't be doing that you know or like like i have friends who were like well give me an out you know what i mean or like hey if you want to do this we're not drinking like we can do that too you know like I like and you like can find those people that don't enjoy like like drinking as their like form of fun yeah and i
0: like how you made the point of what you found yourself like drinking in groups or with certain people that you were already uncomfortable in to begin with but like once you found people that you were more like known and valued by you didn't feel like that pressure to have to break the tension with like alcohol
1: yeah and it also was like i really liked this guy my freshman year so i think like a lot of it was like i was nervous like it was weird vibes so like that's just kind of something i like turned to whereas like now I'm like totally comfortable you know with my friends and like the people
0: I hang out with so yeah yeah no definitely yeah so was there like a point um in you know during like your freshman or maybe even sophomore year of college where you kind of realized like the culture that was around you and re- like kind, kind of came to the realization that's not something you wanted to be a part of or you wanted to keep distance from
1: yeah honestly like I think it was after, like, my freshman year, and mm-hmm. I, I remember there were some nights where, even freshman year, like, I didn't drink and I had so much fun just, like, hanging out with my friends and, like, I can be a pretty impatient person, like, that's something I struggle with, and, like, when I drink, like, that it's just amplified so much and it is, like, my worst, like, self comes out, you know? And yeah. I'm like, not, like, going around beating blood, but, like, I am pretty impatient, like, short with people, and, like, I notice myself doing that, and, like, I would... It would be, like, during the weekend. I'm, like, I can't believe I said that to that person this weekend. And I'm, like, I don't want... Like, as a Christian, like, I don't want doing that. Like... Yeah. I don't want there to be any, like, like excuse for it. Like, I I, I don't know. It just made me, like, kind of feel guilty and, like, gross, you know? Because, like... Not just of, like, drinking. Like, just because of, like, how I was speaking to people and, like, treating them. Like, mm-hmm. wasn't going out of my way to do anything kind for anyone. Like, it was just, like... It's it's a very self-centered act. Like, drinking. Yeah. Like, you... Like, are basically like I am like I am going to sacrifice like my kind of own kindness and this doesn't happen for everyone but like just for like like to numb myself you know like that's kind of how I saw it as me yeah like, for me like I am going to sacrifice like my principle and my morals like of how I treat people and like just like have fun and that's what I did and I was like okay I really kind of realized what I was doing like my like more in the summer and I came back my sophomore year and I was like no, like I'm not doing this anymore. And I was working at Bonham like yeah. first semester, so I was obviously like in that church environment a lot and like a lot of my social life was like you and then the pastor and the pastor's wife who like we were all such good friends and Simon. And so honestly that made it so easy cuz I like had people my age like that I could kind of relate to and socialize with that weren't doing that. And then I yeah. also had that back at school, you know, like mm-hmm. It, was just, it just became a lot easier after I kind of realized what I was doing and started spending time with people who weren't, like, drinking. Yeah. Know?
0: I remember you described to me a night um, from our freshman year when you were at a specific bar location. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that was also, like, a big turning point for you. Do you kind of want to describe, like, what that experience was like?
1: Yeah.
0: Because I, I ended up kind of having a similar experience. Yeah, I was,
1: I was at this, like... Bar and grill. It literally is like a bar grill. Like,
0: I don't even know what. Like, it's honestly like, like, where you
1: go with your family before the Cardinals game.
0: Yeah, but at night it's more of like a club atmosphere, I guess. But like, but like, but like, it's not. But it's not. <laughs> I feel like people just made but it like, to be. Just
1: like turn it into that for like one weird night. Okay, so like basically everyone was going to this bar, and I. Like, I love live music, but, like, I don't really like bars. You know what I mean? So, like, I would go out with my friends for, like, if it was, like, a live music area. But, like, I just not a bar gal. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. So this, I went to this bar because everyone was going and I don't I don't think I was, I was not
0: drinking. It either. was, like, so lame because they started carding, like, IDing people after a certain time. Uh-huh. So, the masses of, like, slew freshmen we would go at like, at, like, 4, 4 p.m. Yeah. Literally and then just, like, stand there. And wait there and <laughs> wait for, like, four
1: hours. And for literally one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, lame. that was just a really, I was, like, my, if any of my friends that are listening to this right now, they're probably laughing because, I mean, it was just, like, a normal, kind of, like, kind of, like, a weird club environment. But like,
0: It just, <laughs> This like, place sucks. I
1: could, like, smell just, like, the bad vibes. Like, I was, like, <laughs> this is the worst vibes. Like, everyone is so insecure, like, including myself, like everyone is here for the wrong reasons, like, we're all, like, I don't know, it was just weird, and people were, like, making out, and, like, I was, like, absolutely not, <laughs> and, like, just because it was, like, like, I, it didn't look like the girls were, like, liking it, so I was, like, yeah. weird vibes, I was, like, this is, like, a salty vibes. It this, literally was a salty vibes. This bar, and, like, we're all just ignoring it, and, like, I was losing, like, people, because, like, i just it was weird vibes like it was weird vibes i can't even describe it but then the next day i woke up and my poor roommate she has to deal with me crying all the time literally shout out to you claire like you deserve a medal for the amount of times i have emotional breakdowns over absolutely nothing but like woke up the next morning and i was like that was just the worst and she was like what and like she doesn't really like she's like kind of on the same page of, like, that was weird vibes, like, it didn't really get to her, like, it got to me, and I, like, started crying, and I was, like, that was just horrible, like, I hate, like, going out, I hate that scene, like, um, I was, like, I just, it's so sad to watch, like, everyone mm-hmm. seems so empty, like, and so unfulfilled, and they're just searching for the fulfillment and, like, grasping at it, but, like, they can't get to it, so, like, they're drinking so much that it's, like, they're blacking out, you know, because yeah. they're, like, trying to reach a certain level. And I, I was just very much analyzing the situation as I love to do about everything. And um, Claire was there to witness it all, but love her. And that was kind of like a big turning point. Like Yeah.
0: Me. And I remember on that particular night, I personally like had like a good time. <laughs> um, and then. At a then, similar location? At, at the same <laughs> location. But. Uh, If I look back on it, I could definitely relate to, like, the person that you're describing that is just so, like, deeply, like, wounded and insecure that I think we often equate, like, happiness or, you know, living, like, your best life in college with, like, busyness and distraction from what's really going on and the things I was really feeling. And I also felt like my freshman year, I was trying to prove something to various people. Like... (laughs) I like, was like, literally for what? Yeah. Like, like, I was trying to prove something to, like, people at home. Like, I was trying to prove something to people at school. Yeah. Like, I was trying to prove things to myself. And so that just led to, like, a lot of contradictions and a lot yeah. of very dumb actions because I just had no direction or, like, m- value of who I was. Yeah. And so I remember you describing that to me. And obviously, like, my own spirit kind of sensed, like, there was some truth in, like, what yeah. you were saying. But I was like, eh, I'm sure yeah. it's fine. Like, yeah. Grace just didn't like it. like, And so then, yeah, I started working at Bonham um, that summer. And throughout that experience, like, I just really felt like my mind was transformed. And, like, mm-hmm. the things that I once desired, like, Second Corinthians 5, 19, I think, says, like, the old has passed away, like, the new has come. And I really felt like I was, like, a new creation. And I remember it was first semester of my sophomore year. And... I kind of knew that the things I was doing my freshman year weren't gonna fly anymore like they weren't gonna like fulfill me or like um, yeah like give me pleasure in the same way that they did before. And so I was already kind of aware of that and then I remember it was during like recruitment so we weren't able to go out um, but a bunch of people were just like hanging out like in the dorms like just like drinking and like listening to music and stuff like that. And I just remember standing like in the midst of everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, really upset all of a sudden. Mm. And I kept trying to, like, make eye contact with someone to maybe, like, pull aside and talk to just because I wasn't, like, doing well. And I just remember this feeling, not to, like, be dramatic, but, like, a feeling, like, invisible. Like, I couldn't catch anybody's eye. Like, I felt like everybody was just looking right through me. Like, I was watching just, like, so many things unfold that just made me so uncomfortable. And I just realized, I was like, this isn't, like, what I want. Like, this isn't like what's gonna work out for me and so I kind of made a decision my sophomore year to like not go out to really like not drink Uh and that was really hard at a lot of points and I think that at some points I kind of had to sacrifice feeling lonely Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at some points in order to feel like content in myself And, you know, maybe I would be a little lonely on a Friday night, but I knew I could, like, go before the Lord and go before, like, myself Mm -hmm. and know that, like, I was giving him, like, everything that I had.
1: Yeah. And it's also, like, sometimes you even feel lonely when you are.
0: Oh! Oh, 100%. It's, like... Just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean... Yeah,
1: it's not something that you are, like, know that you should be, like, doing, and it's, like, not something that, like you find any like happiness in like you're going to feel isolated anyways so like do not put yourself in those situations if you do not like like know you're supposed to be doing or like you're like i this doesn't bring me any joy you know if it doesn't like just don't do it like even it's not even like an illegal like adding on to the illegal thing like (laughs) like i was in like i was in madrid like the past semester and it was totally legal for me to like go out but i was like i don't like it like yeah i just don't like it so i just didn't put myself in that situation and like i don't know like i said like you will like find people that understand and like my friends were so understanding and like i had like i still like had a drink out like in madrid like like we would like go get a drink after class but like you know you can you can like you you don't have to like eliminate it if you're legal like to, like it like be legalistic they're like, just kind of finding that balance
0: yeah and i think it's like a common misconception or stereotype that christians are you know super strict like don't yeah. drink don't party don't do this so like what's your advice of having moderation but also you know pursuing like what the bible yeah. teaches
1: well i think that as a christian like I, like, I do not think, like, underage, like, you should be drinking, like, in the U.S., (laughs) but, (laughs) I don't know, I, it is, it is, like, kind of blurry around, like, that party thing, though, because, like, you can go to a party and, like, talk to people and not be drunk and, like, show people, like, I, you don't have to drink to do this, and, like, I don't know if, like, if, like, you don't have that willpower and you know that, like, you're just gonna end up drinking or something, like, if that's best for you, but, like, if you know you can go and you can just have a good time and, like, just talk to people and, like, be kind to them and, like, have real conversations, like, there are people, like, at parties and, like, at, like, wherever and they're looking for that. Like, they want someone to talk to Like, they're feeling isolated. They're not having a good time. Like, find those people and, like, try to talk to them or, like, be there for your friends. Like, I do think that as a Christian, like, you can go like, you totally can, like, go out and go to parties and stuff. Like, it's just, you have to do it and, like, a way that like honors God. You know,
0: and like, you just Yeah, I would say it. some of like the best conversations I've had were with people at a bar or at like a sorority yeah. event or at like a pregame for one of those things and like I wasn't I don't think drinking, but I don't know. I think that you know, Jesus in you like attracts people like
1: yeah. you
0: know, people are naturally drawn to the light and when you are living in a way that allows you know, Christ to radiate through you, like, that's, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to, like, share those conversations with people. Um, And I don't know, I think I was really nervous of how I would, like, be conceived by, like, not drinking. Conceived. Conceived? Perceived? Perceived? Oh, (laughs) no. Literally conceived. Conceived (laughs) Conceived me. Um, But I feel like, if anything, I mean, unless people were talking behind my back, like, anything I heard was, like, oh, that's really awesome that, like, you, like, yeah. made that decision for yourself. Or, like, yeah. I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And it's just, like, coming at it from, like, a place of, like, really all sins are equal. And, like, yes. it is so important to not, like, judge other people for doing that. Because, like, our pride, like, is just as equal. sure. You know, oh, know what I mean? Sure. We are prideful about it. You know, and that's the, that's the things that, like, I have to remind myself of. But, like, yeah, no, I do think as a Christian you can, like, put yourself in those settings without coming like you you are in the world but not of it you know like and I don't know like if like I said like if you think it's a temptation for you and it's like something that you're gonna slip into that like don't go but like if you know you have strong convictions and you feel like there's like a purpose for you to go then like I think it's okay
0: yeah yeah and God uses you wherever you're at so you just have to make yourself available and also be obedient and you know you never know what could come out Mm -hmm. of the situation like that
1: and if you're there and you're like okay false alarm I actually don't want to be here at all simply leave
0: oh my gosh my one of my good friends Catherine literally we would we would be like okay we're actually gonna go out tonight like we'll have fun it'll be great and we are get there we're there for like 10 minutes we catch each other's eye and we're like who's calling the uber
1: (laughs) yes yes it's always okay to leave
0: yeah and like also, I think it does challenge you to come up with like fun things to do. Like mm-hmm. if you decide not to go out, you um, And you were always like racking our brains on Friday night. Yeah, semester, it was so funny. Yeah, we literally went to like homecoming photos (laughs) for, like, the students that, like, we worked with at, like, the youth group because we were, like, (laughs) literally, what else are we going to do?
1: We're getting dinner and going, like, to their photos. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, and it was fun. Yeah, and they're so cute. Yeah, no. Literally, like, there was plenty else to do. And I also think, like, if you're in your freshman year or going into your freshman year, like, it is going to be, like, a struggle. And what you have to know is, like, people do kind of, like chill out. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. When you get there, like, even, like, because I feel like if we're even doing it, you know, like, like, and we hate drinking. Like, if we were drinking, like, freshman year, like, a lot of people are, like, gonna, going to be and, like, if you can wait it out and, like, people will calm down and you will meet people that, like, eventually, like, I actually don't like that.
0: Yeah, I would say patience is so valuable because, It's, you know, the instant gratification of having a friend. Um, But I think by, you know, being patient and, you know, seeking people that are willing to, you know, stay back with you or do something else or, um, you know, call you higher as a friend. Like, those people are so worth it. And, you know, I'm so thankful for, like, my story, the good and the bad, and, like, how it's led me to wonderful like friends I have in college now but mm. you know I could have met them a lot sooner yeah. if I would have like been abiding by what I yeah. believed was true rather than um you know just falling into step with what yeah. other people were doing
1: yeah you know and that's kind of why I think it's so important in college to like genuinely take time for yourself and like reflect on like how am I like living like especially if you're a christian like really being like am i reflecting like god in this area because every like area of our life like should be pointing to god and like if it's not like we like we need to have that alone time carved out in our day to reevaluate and people in college and like myself like i am like queen of this like (laughs) i'm so focused on like building our schedules up, and, like, filling our days, and having some, and we just have, like, we have to learn to take that time, and just, like, really sit in quiet. Like, yeah. I was, like, telling the girls at bottom, like, a few months ago, like, when I came back, I was, like, don't even, like, sometimes, like, you don't even have to play worship music. Just sit there, you know? What oh, I mean, And, yeah. like, reflect, and, like, cut out the noise, and, like, obviously, worship music, great. Like, literally no offense. Lily music. Amanda I Cook. Love it. period. I love it. But, like... Sometimes we really just need quiet. Because think about how much of your day is, like, spent in, like, silence. Not. Yeah.
0: Or, like, you always have your AirPods in. No, really yeah, always... none.
1: We're never in quiet. Yeah. Like, it. it is so important to just literally think for, like, 20 minutes. And it's how I'm living, like, like how I want to be living. It's how I'm spending my days, how I want to be spending my days. Like, I don't know. Because once I started doing that, like, I was like, no.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that was a huge thing, too, for me, like, on a Friday night of – you know, I'd kind of hang out with my friends while they were getting ready to yeah. go out, and then they would leave at, you know, 9 or 10 or whatever. Yeah. And I would, like, do my laundry and, yeah. like, um, like watch a sermon or, like, do a Bible study or yeah. read or, uh, like, I read so many books, like, second semester, and, like, that was a really peaceful time for yeah. me after, like, a really busy week, mm-hmm. um, and, like, taking hard classes, obviously, and just having some time to kind of, like, decompress, go to bed early, yeah. wake up the next day, and, you know, you, f- like... It was so wonderful for me to wake up on a Saturday and, like, have the whole day because I wasn't, like, hung over or, like, I wasn't, you know, spending all this time thinking about, like, all the things I did the night before and, like, doing damage control for, like, the prank call that I made, you know? (laughs) exactly.
1: Seriously. Like, the actual trauma (laughs) of the evening passed. Yeah. I know. I get
0: it. And then I think something that I've really struggled with, too, is, like, my freshman year, I did act a very different way and I did make a lot of decisions that I'm not proud of mm-hmm. and it was really hard for me to be bold about my faith my sophomore year because I had this fear of oh well all these people know what I did yeah. they know my past they know like they're gonna think I'm a hypocrite yes. they're gonna think I'm fake they're gonna yeah. think I'm this this that and that's something I honestly still kind of struggle with um, in many aspects of my life with people in college with people in high school mm-hmm with, like, even my family and stuff. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then I was reading the, um, I was doing a Bible study on Galatians um, this last week, and I had also been reading it before, but the Apostle Paul, like, some of you like may know this, like, persecuted Christians and killed, like, hundreds mm-hmm. if not thousands of Christians and then had an encounter with Jesus um, on the road to Damascus and, like, was forever changed and, like, is now the author of the majority of the books in the New Testament and... Yeah is you know one of the most like highly like esteemed you know authors of you know the new testament and also just apostles in general but anyway um so he there's this verse where he talks about how you know i who was once persecuting christians and now preaching the gospel of christ and the people of these regions are able to glorify god because of me because they're saying like whoa like if that guy went from this to that like there must really be a God, because there's no other way that, like, he could do that on his own, so that's just something I really have to remember, is, like, my, like, guilt and my shame doesn't define me, what does is, like, the grace of God that delivered me from those things, and I can be honest and say, I did do that thing, or, like, I did live this Mm -hmm. way, I did make that mistake, but, you know, I've been forgiven and redeemed of those things, yeah, obviously, there's still going to be earthly consequences for those, but, I don't have to let those define me i don't have to let those affect my relationships in the way i live now because you know the past is in the past
1: yeah and i think that's it's very important to like reframe that whole narrative of like okay my freshman year and now i'm like really into my faith like even more and being vocal about your faith because like satan is really smart and like Mm -hmm. he can take a thought and twist it and so whereas like Honestly, like, if I was, like, not a Christian, like, seeing someone that was, like, really into that kind of lifestyle, like, freshman year, then switching, sophomore year, like, I would be, like, whoa, like, what is this, like, whole God thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would, I would never be, like, I don't I don't feel like most people would ever think, like, oh, come on, like, you know, like, because. Yeah. And I really feel like that is how the world perceives it, whereas, like, like, Satan can literally just turn in your mind. Yeah. And then, like, you, like, second guess, like, you know, like maybe, like, saying something up, like, in front of, like, a large group of people about your faith, or, like, posting something, you know, you're like, oh, but, like, they're gonna, like, question this because of what my freshman year self was like, you know, and it is literally just, like, the enemy trying to just keep you silent, because, yeah, like, that's, like, what he delights in, but, I mean, I struggle with that, like, leading a Bible study last semester, like, I led a Bible study just for, like, some of my friends in Spain. And these, like, girls are my friends, you know? Yeah. And, like, they knew, like, how important my faith was to me. But, like, I still was, like, I should not be, like, leading this after, like, some of the decisions I've made in college and, like, some of, the, like, the ways I, like, still talk, like, still gossip about people now. You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be leading this Bible study. Like, these girls know, like, what yeah. I, like, how I was in freshman year or, like, the mistakes I've made this week. And, like, then I'm, like, like doing a Bible study with them. You know, that was a big thing for me, and I'm, like, okay, but, like, I could let that stop me from leading this Bible study, or, like, I could have, like, really cool conversations about the Bible every week with these girls, and, like, yeah. we could all come up to the understanding that, like, none of us are perfect. And I was very honest with them yeah. about that. I was like, I get uncomfortable leading this, because I, I see us all on, like, the same kind of level, you know? And, like, a, you know, like, like knowing about the Bible, like, I'm like, why am I the one leading this Bible study? But, um, they were all, like, you know, like, like, we just need
0: some, like, we just need someone to lead and nobody's thinking like that, you know? Yeah. Like, we'll just think matter. if, like, somebody in your Bible study would have said, like, oh, like, I'm really struggling, like, I did this thing over the weekend, like, I feel like God would like, mm-hmm. never accept me. Yeah. Like, you would be like, oh, my gosh, no, that's not no, true at yeah. all. Like, like you know, know, Jesus loves you, and, like, no matter what you've done, like, you're yeah. forgiven. But then, like, you hold a double standard on yourself yeah. and, like, you don't give yourself that grace. And so I think... Especially, like, since there is such a, like, stereotype of Christians, like, feeling like you have to be perfect before you can, you know, like, when people say, like, oh, if I walked into church, I'd be struck by lightning. Like, that's just not how it works, you know what I mean? Like, just because, you know, you're, you know, striving to, like, live out your faith, like, doesn't mean that you're held to this different standard of perfection. Like, yeah all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and that's the reality and it's not going to change with you mm-hmm. um so it's just allowing like where sin increases grace increases all the more yeah. and so it's you know boasting in the lord and saying like yeah like i even made a mistake yesterday but yeah. like look how i can like confess that and trust that like yeah i'm g- still gonna spend eternity with god because he died for me and he yeah, exactly. takes on the weight of my sin in that way
1: yeah so. yeah it's like kind of cool that like people can like see that and be like okay like this actually is a forgiving god because yeah this person has made this like turnaround or this person made a mistake yesterday and like you know is leading about today you know it is it's just like demonstrating like actually in real life like god's grace and like how we don't have to live in like shame or guilt
0: yeah yeah um if you could tell your freshman yourself like one piece of advice what would it be
1: I don't know because I made so many mistakes freshman year that like it's like, like, <laughs> I had like seventeen.
0: You can name more than one.
1: <laughs> I honestly like I feel like I've made so many like dumb decisions surrounding this like one guy that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Just like of how I spent my time. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like and I would I would just say like it's not gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out with that. Or like you don't have to figure everything out your freshman year.
0: Like oh, you're probably
1: yeah. not gonna figure out your boyfriend situation, your friend group situation, like even your major situation. Oh like, you yeah, can change that. Like freshman year is literally like pff, trial run. Like it's literally for, like, trial run. things. Like put absolutely no pressure on it because like it is like not that deep.
0: Yeah, honestly. Yeah, literally nothing, like, looks the same for me yeah. that I had my freshman year, no, including yeah. my major.
1: I mean, luckily I found those friends on, like, my floor, but, like, most things, like, do not look the same. And, like, I would honestly, like, my advice would just be, like, you don't have to figure, like, all of your, like, relational stuff out your freshman year. Like, you will, like, find so many friends, like, just randomly. It's so weird how it works, like, in college. Like, yeah. With, like, how randomly you find friends.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would say, like i feel like a theme that i see throughout my freshman year is just feeling that like i wasn't enough or like i had to be somebody that i wasn't and so like i feel like it's kind of cliche to be like you are enough but like that's the facts like you know like i think it's so important like especially if you're preparing to go into your freshman year to really like be in the word and like be observing like who is god and like who Mm -hmm. does god say you are and I think knowing the attributes of God are super comforting in the sense of, like, he is sovereign, he is good, like, he has a plan for me. Like, he already knows who your friends are going to be. He has them picked yeah, out. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, and then also, like, who does he say I am? And, you know, he says that, yeah. you know, like, we were bought for at a price, and that is, like, mm-hmm. a, a price that can never be repaid. And I, I just, like, feel so bad for, like, my freshman year yeah. self that was, like, always you know thinking that I had to do something else to get somebody's approval but
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I think like audience of one is like a big thing too yeah and I think that people often confuse like having the audience of one of like we're only perform like not performing but like you're only you know seeking to please the Lord is like you have to impress God by like making all these decisions but like that's not what the gospel is like the gospel is like Mm -hmm. God loved you first, mm-hmm. and, like, because of his love for you, like, you are changed in desire to, like, live out yeah. his commands and, like, plan for your life. Like, it's never been a thing of performance or impression, and I think that's, I was striving in that way, like, toward God and also just toward others. Yeah. Um, and then I think rest is just so important. Like, yeah. it's so easy to have FOMO and, like, feel like you constantly have to be doing something yeah. like your freshman year of college, but if you miss out like on one night like you're probably gonna be fine like you're probably
1: gonna avoid some like major drama
0: yeah <laughs> like yeah. Especially
1: freshman year
0: yeah and or like i don't know if there's if you miss like a funny story like there's gonna be another one later yeah. on you know what i mean i'm like,
1: like 80 years old like i love waking up and like waiting for my friends to wake up and tell me what happened last night yeah. And i just like sit there like and drink my coffee and i'm like girls what went down that i missed like tell me everything yeah you know and it's like you don't have to put yourself in those situations where like you're there for it like it's really not that deep yeah
0: and like i feel like it's a cultural thing where it's like say yes like say yes to new adventures Uh, there there are so many like cultural slangs that just like so
1: contradict each other and like you have to like If you're a Christian, like, pick out, like, okay, does this align with the Bible? Because it it, it all, like, mushes together, and then you're like, wait, what? (laughs)
0: Because I went into it, I was like, okay, because, like, that was the thing I struggled with in high school, was, like, kind of getting out of my comfort zone, so I was like, okay, I'm going to say yes to things. You don't have to say yes to doing, like, really stupid things, like, for the sake of a funny story, you know? Like, it's okay to say no to things. Like, it's okay to say no, like, I'm actually going to stay in tonight and, like, do my freaking laundry, because... (laughs) My laundry time is so 6 I a.m. Really on Thursdays, have... and so I don't want to do that. Was <laughs> it actually your laundry time? Yes. You guys had laundry times? In Greece, yeah. But nobody really followed we them. We didn't have laundry times. I just don't think anyone followed oh, them. Oh, in Greece. Yeah. That's actually smart, though. Yeah. Oh, we had laundry times. But I feel like I, I never went to DMAT. Greece to get my laundry done, and, like, there was no washers. Like, I feel like there was oh, always really? something. really? to me
1: many a times. Really? Yeah. And it's I, in I, DMAT never, that I couldn't get but I never went during my laundry time.
0: Yeah, I never went. I always went during, like, one of the boys' floors. Nothing, so I could, like, meet up, like, nothing like, yeah. hurt, like cuts deeper than, like, seeing, like, an enemy in the laundry room. Yeah, and you're just like, oh. And you can, oh. like, see them
1: approaching, the you gotta scan it, and you're like, oh, this is just the worst.
0: Or, like, you have to open the door for them if they forgot their ID, and you're just like, <laughs> ah, I'm gonna kill you.
1: <laughs> I forgot about the laundry room. I, like, cry. I used to, like, cry, like, having to do my laundry, like, because we would have to walk down, like, three flights of stairs with my laundry, and, like, it'd be, like, yeah. into my hands, and I would literally tear up. But yeah, I was just like at the end of a long day. Literally,
0: throwback to so we have these like move in bins. I'm sure like everybody has them. Literally, like, how would you move in without a move-in? I don't know how you I move in without know. a bin. But so in Greece, like the freshman dorm, it's 16 floors and there's two elevators.
1: Yeah. And
0: so during move in, like, I'm sitting with my roommate and we hear like a clunk, clunk <laughs> down the stairs. And we were like. Oh. She was like, that has to be a moving bin. I was like, there's no way that's a moving bin. Like, what? Are you, like no, what are you talking about? And lo and behold, H1 Kinger opens the door, and he's literally hauling a moving bin down fights? the stairs. I think he just lived on two. Still. But he was like, I wasn't waiting for that. Well, honestly, <laughs> I was
1: like, H1. Like, respect, like,
0: literally respect,
1: respect H1 Kinger. Literally respect. Yeah, I Room days. I can't. But yeah, that's my freshman year experience. Yeah, Honestly, guys, like you will figure it out. Yeah, my biggest thing is just like carve out time in your day to like spend with God and like really reflect and like you will figure it out.
0: Yeah, I think that's so helpful in starting like relationships too. Of yeah. like, like I remember, like I don't know, freshman year is such like a. Blur because like I feel like you subconsciously know what's right, but you just don't do it. You just don't care. Yeah, you're like. Sorry, I'm in college. So and like, my whole life for this. Yeah, I literally feel like it's like the angel devil on your shoulder yeah. thing. Where you're like, I kind of know what I should be doing because I'm 18 years old and like. Yeah. I've, I've seen some things yeah but then you're also like i'm also 18 years old so i'm gonna do this dumb thing
1: yeah exactly you know and, and then it all so it catches up to you you're like wait why am i not happy yeah yet?
0: and I, I remember telling grace like i wouldn't journal freshman year because i didn't want to confront like the things i was doing yeah. and i knew that like if i wrote in my little journal that i'd have to do it and i was yeah. like absolutely not but i just remember like like praying like in the shower like with this one relationship i was in and like if this isn't right like please take it away And, you know, God answered and like seek the Lord and like he will answer you and he will help guide you through these things. And just remember that like here is not your home, like store your treasures in heaven Mm -hmm. and you're going to have, I don't know, I think that having an eternal mindset is so important, even though it's so hard Mm -hmm. and knowing that like these things that are causing so much stress, like aren't going to have any implication in eternity, but they may bring you distance from jesus which does so mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: yeah well thanks for chatting oh it was great i literally feel like
1: i did not make like anything clear but like hopefully you picked up something I don't yeah know no I, just, I think it was good i talk like i talk a lot so then like I'm like, okay, I've been talking for seven minutes, but hopefully you guys found some nuggets of wisdom. Literally,
0: nuggets of wisdom.
1: Like, not. Oh my gosh, it's been
0: 52 minutes. Absolutely not. Are you serious? I literally thought it was like 30, 35. You're gonna
1: have to, like, cut this down. I'm
0: just not. That takes a lot (laughs) of, like, like, effort. It
1: goes right to Spotify. It's
0: literally dropping straight (laughs) on Spotify. For our For Olivia maddie sometimes lily francis maybe claire and bridget will listen yeah but they will maybe emily will listen but girls <laughs> you better be listening <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a quiz if, a google form you, quiz
1: if any of my friends listen to this text
0: me a uh, pink heart emoji and
1: that's how i know you're a real
0: one wow all right thank you grace we'll see you again soon thanks
1: guys i never know how to end it
0: i usually say bye like
1: bye really bye